Okay, Boker Tov, we continue on this uh, era of Shabbos. We're continuing in the Sefer Nefesh Shimshon. We're in the middle of discussing the prayer of Yehi Chavod and specifically the line of Hashem Melech, Hashem Moloch, Hashem Yimloch, Leolam Voed. And we were saying that the kingdom of Hashem from God's perspective, is the same kingdom every single day of world history. Hashem is sending down incredible energies of kindness that show his thought of the entire world and each and every individual within that world. And the only variable is the world and how we accept God's kingship or not and to the degree that we can perceive that kingship or not and we during the three eras of world history two out of the three the kingdom of Hashem was clearly manifest and the Shekhinah is manifest and that was from the reign when we had a base on Mikdash and as well when Mashiach comes. But right now in the present, it doesn't appear that way. And the Shekhinah is in Golis from our perspective and not from Hashem's perspective. And our role is to proclaim Hashem the King even now. The most important time, it's, it's easy to say God's your Lord in the past before you were around. It's easy to say God is your Lord and Master when Mashiach will come. But it's not easy to say God's your king right now. This morning is God your king with all these stresses that are involved in your life and all the challenges. Are we prepared to coronate Hashem even now? And that's Hashem Melech. So that's where we're up to. And uh, Rav Pincus continues. We're on page Reish Chof Hey, three lines from the top. And he says, each and every one of us has sorrows and challenges. One is sick, God forbid. Another has issues with Parnosa. And when a person asks, why do I have to suffer so much? Where is the kindness of Hashem? So what do we usually say to the person? You should know this is an investment. And the suffering you have right now, from that good things are going to happen. Now, even this is true, but it's not the complete truth. And the complete truth is that everything that Hashem does is good. Even if we don't understand at this time why it is good and how it is good, we need to know that the thing that's happening right in front of us is an infinite goodness. Because Hashem is totally in control of the situation, doing good for us, and it's happening every moment. And we mentioned in the Arab Shabbos Drush, but it's something to be mentioned again, is that there's a great difference between two tzaddikim, Rabbi Akiva and Nochemish Gamzu. Rabbi Akiva says a person should get used to the saying that everything Hashem does is for the good. And Nochem Ishkamzu would say, no, but also this is for the good. Gamzu Litova. 
what is the difference between those two philosophies? They sound very much the same. And they're based on the two famous stories with Rabbi Akiva and Nochum Ishkamzu. Again, to briefly summarize the story, Rabbi Akiva was, when he would travel along, he would have with him three things to help him with his traveling. He had a rooster that would wake him up in the morning. He had a, uh, a candle to be able to see at night. And he had a donkey that would carry his load. And that's he had all the time. One time he wanted to, he was on the road, he wants to stop off in a city, and nobody in the city would let him lodge there for the night. So he had to stay in the fields outside the city. And as night was coming, uh, a wild animal killed his uh, rooster. And he said, Comes, uh, everything Hashem does is for the he already, he already said it when he couldn't even get lodging. And then the wind blows out his candle. He says, everything Hashem does is for the good. And then finally, uh, the donkey ran away. He said, everything Hashem does is for the good. So what does he do? It's nighttime. He can't learn. He just goes to sleep. In the middle of the night, he hears screaming and yelling and blood-curdling noise from the city that would not let him in. And he's hearing in the in the outskirts of the city where he is trying to hide all kinds of marauders going back and forth. And the next morning he wakes up, he sees the city is slaughtered. And he looked back at everything that happened and said, he said, see, wasn't it good that nobody kept me for the night? I would have been there. See? It was good if uh, if the rooster would have been around, he would have made noise, would have given away my cover, the same thing with the donkey, and the same thing the candle would have seen me. See, it's always good to say that everything Hashem does is for the good. While Nochemish Gamzu, the story with him was that he was supposed to go to the Roman Caesar with a gift from the Jews and was filled with jewels. However, along the way, the place where he stayed, the innkeeper who was supposed to watch his treasure chest switched it for dirt. And now when he comes to the Roman emperor and they show the gift and they open up, it's a bunch of dirt. And the Roman emperor says, dirt? And Nachum says, this too is for the good. And so it was Elio and Novi came down dressed up as a Roman senator and said, Your Majesty, maybe the Jews, they would not insult you. Maybe this is the special dirt that their ancestor Avram used to fight his enemies. Let's try it out. And indeed, it miraculously worked. And Nachum was given a chest full of gold and silver. So what's the difference between these two sayings? Everything that Hashem does is for the good versus this too is good. And the answer is Rabbi Akiva is saying that even if right now what is happening now is through the attribute of justice at the end
then you'll see that it works out it's for the good which seems to say even though right now it really isn't so good but at the end it will work out so the ends justify the means Nachum would say no 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 not everything Hashem does is for good when you say everything it means when you take the totality of everything you'll see it works out for the good but Nachum is saying Gamzu, even this, this thing right now that you look like it's not a good thing, it's not that it will bring to the good, but it is good. The fact that light, the fire went out, that's not good. But it will lead to something good. Just be patient. Nothing is saying, no, no, you don't be patient. This is good right now. Even though right now when they open up the chest and they see dirt there and the Roman emperor is furious, Rabbi Akiva say it'll work out at the end. Nachum is saying, no, no, this is the good. This is making it good for us right now. And therefore what appears in the eyes of a mortal that it's a bad thing and we hope that somehow it will turn out good. No, it's absolute. This is the good thing. The fact that it is dirt, it now it's it's going to be magical dirt. And the king is going to be, he, at the end of the day, was the emperor, what would the emperor have been more happy with? Gold and silver, which he has tons of, or magical sand that helps him win a battle? So it seems like he get better than we even thought to make it. And with this we can understand when we say Shiramalos, on Shabbos and Yontif, when we say Oz, when the future redemption happens, Yemole Schok Pinu, our faces will be filled with laughter. Meaning in the future, everything that to our eyes looked as difficulties of Golos were really amazing. And every bad thing brings itself the complete Geula and we're going to be laughing retroactively. Not only that, well, this bad thing, this bad thing, but it ultimately turned out okay. No, that every aspect is good right when it is happening. We don't know that. It seems concealed. But as David Amalek says, Otcha Hashem, Hashem, I praise you, Ki be even though you have done hurtful things to me. So Rapinkas gives a marshal and uh, you have a good friend and every day you see him, you know him every day and the good friend really likes you, wants to give you a great gift and one day a good friend comes out and has an envelope, he gives it to you, it's a check for a million dollars and you say, I don't want it. So the guy keeps pushing you. I don't want it. So uh, what happens? So your good friend gets a little banana peel and sets it up that when you walk past, you're going to trip on the banana peel. You can go flying. But your friend knows that's going to happen. And while you're flying, boom, he sticks the check in your pocket. Okay. So now when the perspective of the guy who's falling right? The falling was really a bad thing. But the truth is, it's the thing that got you to get the money. 
and the falling itself was an act of chesed. So you'll be able to take the money. And if you want to hear more, go to my Arab Shabbos Trush where we said an amazing story about how where it looks very bad and what was actually the very bad was the very good. So Emuna, which we say is the foundations of Yiddishkeit. So we believe that every moment, every hour, it's a time of Hester Panim where Hashem is concealing himself from us. But we have to realize that there is nothing else in this world but the simple wish that God wants to do good. And therefore we ask all the time, Hareinu Hashem Chastach Hashem, show us your kindness. We know you do kindness, but do it in a way that we could see the kindness. And why do we say that? Because Hashem Malach, we remember that you are the king, we're the king, Hashem Imloch, you will be the king again, but most importantly, Hashem Melech, that part right now, we don't see it right now, but we'd like to know it. And therefore we have to understand when we say Hashem Melech, that's to arouse our yearnings to Hashem. And if a Jew only thinks, yes, God used to be the king, he will be the king, but what was is was, and what will be will be, but what's now is not. But if you say, no, Hashem Melech, that right now, that the reflection of Hashem is only, only Hashem sees it. Hashem sees how good this is. We just don't see it, but we believe that this is Mamash. Hashem is directing the traffic here. And if, and like with the famous saying, people say, if I was God, I would do this and this and that. I would do it differently. The answer to that is, if you were God, you would do exactly the way it's happening now. Why? Because God knows everything that we don't know. All right. And that arouses yearnings to Hashem to cry out and supplicate and say, Hashem, open my eyes that I can see the, the kingdom of God presently. That, that's why this is the core part of the tefillah. The earlier rabbis I mentioned earlier said that after Hodu, when we say the Pasuk of Hashem Melech, we say it's standing up. And even if you're not with the congregation, you should stand up with them and say this Pasuk. Well, we don't hold like this, but it just gives you the depth of what it's all about. And in their words, they're saying when we say this line of Hashem Melech, Hashem Och, Hashem Chaved, it really is a continuation of Hodu, and specifically the focal point there is Kel Nakamas Hashem, Kel Nakamas Sophia. God is a vengeful God. Meaning to say, we live in a world full of tsaris. There's lots of tsaris in life. And when we say the Hodu, remember we said we're trying to destroy the forces of evil and to bring us to a recognition of the truth. And the ultimate recognition is recognition that Hashem is the one who takes revenge. He will, when Mashiach comes, Hashem is going to take every rotten anti-Semite and give it to them like they never knew what's going on over there. The honor of Hashem will be restored. The base of Midrash will be restored. The Tzaddikim will be restored. 
And therefore, when that happens, and that is what Hodu is telling us, that we should proclaim and remove the evil from the world, so we stand on our feet. You know, when do you stand on your feet at a sporting event? When you're getting to the most important part, this is it, this is the play. You've been sitting in the freezing cold tundra of Buffalo. And this is the moment, and the fans are on their feet. Because this is what, so we get on our feet, we're the biggest fans of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We say, Hashem Melech, Hashem Melech, Hashem Melech, The revenge that we're looking for is not for the sake of revenge, but the revenge is so Hashem Melech, Hashem's royalty will be understood. Should be revealed before us. So it's one continuity. And that yearning should be so strong. And therefore it's so strong that even anyone who hears this, even if he's, you know, uh, not part of the, the minion, he should still get up. Just like when you, when you come to the minion, they're saying Shema Yisrael, you say Shema Yisrael with them. Because that's the ultimate reason of Kel Nekomas Hashem, Kel Nekomas Sophia. It's because we want Hashem Melech. So this is so necessary now during, already coming almost to 100 days since this war dares Yisrael. And every day is another miserable report. Another, another young Jewish boy is killed. And we're saying we don't understand this. And many of the Israelis themselves, they're, they're very upset with the government. Why are our boys dying? Because you're worrying about what America is telling you to be careful with the Palestinians. You know how hurtful that is? You can imagine a mother finds out her son died in Gaza because they had to be very careful not to kill Palestinians. And to be able to say that this is only good, it's a very difficult thing to do. And Rapinkas continues, and he says that this concept should be and can be expressed with each and every person's personal avoda, because the rule is Rabbeinu Bachaya says, "Ain Melech Beloab." There's no king without a nation following. There must be someone to recognize the kingdom and accept the yoke of the kingdom. Just like we said, Adon Olam Hashem Alach Baterim Kol Yitzir Nivra Hashem ruled before the world came into being. But but still, Leis Nasav Echevtzokol. When things happen out the way He wants them, then Azai Melech Shemonikra. Then we will all call Him the King. The Jewish people are the chariot of the Kingdom of Heaven. Without the Jewish people, there is no recognition of the Kingdom of Heaven. So therefore we have to reflect, how is it that Hashem Elech, Hashem Elech, Hashem Elech, how does it express itself? Not just in the world, but inside each and every one of us. Okay. It's not just, oh, the Jewish world, they should stop hating us. Hashem should do a miracle and destroy our enemies and the Jewish people will be... Uh, will be raised up high. But no, we have to know how is God being raised up high in each and every one of us, our voters. Hashem Moloch. Okay. When a baby comes out into the world, he sees the truth. He sees the whole world. 
he sees Ein Od Movado. And there'll be a day where Hashem Yimloch, the day you die, that's the time where you know that Hashem's the boss. He goes and checks everything you did. You know the truth. Right? It's interesting. At a funeral in Israel, even secular Jews put on a kippah and say Kaddish. What happened? Because they see that God's in charge. Okay. So our avoda is to recognize that at all three stages. It's all one continuity. It's one block. And to live with this truth, even when you're in the darkness, to find the truth within the darkness. And in every apparent act of destruction is really our avoda is to live like the moon. When we're going up, going down, but we still have to say at the end of the day, it's Hashem Melech. It's all part of a process. And that sometimes we have very difficult times in our lives. And what happens sometimes you hear bad news and you say, you know, I just can't daven. I can't daven. I can't think. I can't learn. And you figure, okay, now I'm free because I'm not able to do it. Things are hard. Let's say you're not feeling so well. It's so hard to concentrate. But you gotta realize that all those difficult moments are the moments where that can be Hashem Melech. And that's the main part of the person. You're not in the darkness. You are very close. You're at the battlefront, so to speak. And that should draw you that strength. So, you know, it's not easy. You get up early in the morning and you're tired can't concentrate so you, you gotta just Hashem Melech Hashem is here and Hashem is, is he's ready to listen to me and I'm talking to you Hashem and I'm pleading with you Hashem <coughs> and that shows you that the God is being revealed with you at this point in time so certainly I think the Yetzir horror here is we're all looking for Hashem to do some amazing miracles now with these amazing miracles, wow, we'll be proud to be a Jew. And and the point is, yes, we want that to happen, but Hashem will not do amazing miracles for the Jewish people until every Jew coronates Hashem as their king. And whatever challenges you're having to realize Hashem is taking care of everything and this cannot be any better. So, this Shabbos is a very bad weather prediction. Blizzard-like conditions, right? So we can say, ah, how can I go to shul? How can I go to shul? A blizzard, I'll just stop it at home. You know, we're, we're, we're supposed to have a few couples over tonight. And, uh, you know, one of the couples was a little concerned about the weather. So I said, it's not a problem. Everybody can do whatever they want to do. You don't want to come, I understand. You want to come, that's great. Even if only one couple comes, it's great. If you can't come, drop by before Shabbos, I'll give you the food already prepared. I should go to waste. You know, instead of getting upset and saying, ah, oh, I planned this nice Shabbos, and it's going to be, it's an Ufra, it's another shul, and people are going to be away. It's, it's going to be a, a bad Shabbos. And you could say, well, everything Hashem does is for the good. So somehow it'll lead to something good. 
But no, but no. Nachum would say, no, this, this is good. The fact there aren't going to be so many people in shul. It's going to be good. And if people don't come in this bad weather, it's also good. How it's good? We don't see it. So tomorrow morning when we say, it's, we should at least metaphorically stand up and say, Hashem Melech, Hashem Molech, Hashem It's just all amazing. Hashem is bringing the best things for us. And it could very well be that, uh, you know, what's going on in Eretz Yisrael, what's going on in America, what's going on in Canada, we have to all say, it's this also is for the good. Even though Palestinians can protest in a major Jewish section and block up traffic and the government doesn't do anything, this is also good. You know, when, when okay, we, we're hearing a lot of not pleasant things in Canada. It's all good. Now, the very good could be if we would just realize Hashem was saying, I'm trying to get you there, it's just wrong. I'm trying to bring Mashiach. You guys are so stubborn. You don't you don't want to go out. You want to stay here. So listen, I'm having your prime minister bring in twenty-five thousand illegal, non-documented immigrants, and many of them are terrorists. So you should know that terrorists are coming to this country to kill you. Just know that it's and it's not a secret. So you don't you give them the heads up. You might want to go. The government's not doing anything when people rally for Palestine and block up traffic. They don't stop them. Like they say they're going to stop them. They're afraid. So all these things get you nervous. But maybe Hashem saying, "I'm trying. I'm trying to save your neck. I'm trying to get you to to Israel. I'm trying to get you to get closer to me. And all you're doing is complaining." So therefore, Gam Zu Litova, Yehi Chavod, Hashem Melech. We should have an amazing, we will have an amazing Shabbos. We just have to ask Hashem, just help us feel it. That's our Avoda. Okay. Yosher Koyach. Next week we get into Ashrei.